0: Why, hello, and welcome to the July 30th edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast, with only 148 shopping days left before Christmas. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs, and this quick look at what's happening and what's happened is supported today by the Kindness Cafe, open for curbside pickup Wednesday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Brooks Family YMCA in McIntyre Park. Visit the Kindness Cafe website to place your order. The Virginia Department of Health is reporting another 911 cases of COVID-19 this morning with another 16 fatalities. That brings the total number of deaths to 2,141. The seven-day average of positive tests is at 7.2% today, up from 7.1% yesterday. The latest numbers from the Thomas Jefferson Planning District were not available at recording time, but there were six new cases reported yesterday for a total of 1,669. Charlottesville's school superintendent will recommend that city schools remain online for the first nine weeks of the academic year. Rosa Atkins sent a message to school parents and staff Wednesday announcing she will ask the school board to consider that option and to reevaluate halfway through the quarter, which will begin on September 8th. The school board will meet at 5 p.m. to vote on the path forward, Atkins acknowledged that keeping schools online raises challenges for many, such as childcare and those who did not learn well in a remote setting. She said there's also concern about student isolation and the school system is working on ways to make connections and build relationships between teachers and students and between students. The Albemarle School Board will meet at 2 p.m. to vote on whether it will begin the school year online or go with a hybrid model that includes face-to-face learning. The Greene County School Board voted last night to begin classes in person beginning September 8th. That's according to Terry Bejie of the Greene County Record. Elementary schools will be in session five days a week, while older students will be in school two days a week. Radio station WTJU and the Ix Park have canceled their annual Free Fall Concert Series. The weekly events were scheduled to begin on August 29th and run through October 3rd. The concerts attract thousands of attendees each year, and the station sent out a statement saying that there was no safe way to do that during the pandemic and that they hope to return in 2021. However, the Charlottesville-Albemarle Black Business Expo will still be held on September 26th in a virtual format. That event is part of the festival. A group that studies the effects of climate change and recommends policies has published a new report that concludes that low-income households pay a disproportionate amount of their income towards energy costs. Susan Cruz is the executive director of the Community Climate Collaborative. She said C3 wanted to do the work after attending a community event at the Southwood Mobile Home Park. Residents in that trailer park were paying uh, $300 and more on energy per month uh, for a trailer. So unfortunately, we gave the survey an artificial ceiling at 500 and there were many residents who were actually paying more than that on a monthly basis for energy costs. Cruz says the Uncovering Energy Inequity Report analyzed census tracts in Charlottesville and found that those with lower incomes have higher energy burdens. C3 will hold webinars on their study today at noon and 5 p.m. One of the speakers will be Caetano de Campos-Lopez, their director of climate policy. Our first key finding, after looking at more granular data, was that nearly 5,000 households, or 27% of the city's population, face high energy burden levels. More than 4,000 of them face very high energy burden levels. And almost 1,000 of them allocate 20% or more of their income to home energy expenditures. Other speakers on the webinar include representatives from groups that lobby for more affordable housing options. Charlottesville's former fire chief has been hired as the new chief operating officer for Habitat for Humanity of Greater Charlottesville. Andrew Baxter resigned his position on June 11th after disagreements with city manager Teron Richardson. In a release, Habitat said Baxter's experience would help the organization double its home construction program to more than 40 units a year. In a release, Baxter said that the single most important foundation element to a safe, healthy, resilient person, family, or community is safe, stable, and affordable housing. Tomorrow is the last day of work for the city's housing coordinator. John Sales has been in the position for about a year, but he won't be going far. I'll be going over to the housing authority to serve as their executive director. Sales made that comment at the July 15th meeting of the Housing Advisory Committee. That group has been reviewing potential changes to the zoning ordinance to increase the number of houses in the city. Charlottesville is in the fourth year of review of the city's comprehensive plan, which is to also include review of the zoning code and a new affordable housing policy. Alexander Ikofuna, the deputy director of the city's neighborhood development services department, said a draft of the zoning rewrite should be completed next summer. Visit the Seaville Plans Together page to learn more about the comprehensive plan process. And finally, the magazine Fast Company has named Willowtree as one of its top 100 workplaces for innovators. The company was recognized for development of an app called Vocable AAC that helps those with speech impairments communicate. Willowtree is set to move from its offices in downtown Charlottesville to the redeveloped Woolen Mills building, despite the pandemic. In May, CEO Tobias Dengel told the Albemarle Board of Supervisors that the company had lost a quarter of its revenues. And that's it for today's installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast. Again, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this or if you learned something, please send it on to a friend. The hope is to get one of these out there every day to help keep you informed about everything that's going on in this community as best as I can. I'm Sean Tubbs, the founder of the Charlottesville Podcasting Network and your host and writer of this experience. Thanks for listening and stay safe.